Don't run with scissors. You'll poke your eyes out. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name's Julie Adams. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hey, how are you, Julie? I hope you're having a wonderful holiday weekend. Yes, doing well. Nice to have that extra time with the family. Yes, it is. And hi, everybody. Wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, thanks for being a part of it today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. This is a great time to to connect and Mm -hmm. to uh, a good review the next day. It is. Mm -hmm. Keep it fresh in our minds and hearts, right? Yeah, exactly. So we are coming to the end of our on purpose we are we've got one more week coming Mm -hmm. up and um looking at first thessalonians chapter four and five it's been rich it's been good Mm -hmm. practical um vision casting Mm -hmm. this idea of jesus return and living our lives in light of it yes wow that's pretty good stuff. Yes, it is. That I should be in the so. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone wrote that somewhere. <laughs> I think so. And so, um, and then t- uh, this week and next week, we're looking at uh, we're looking at these small sayings. Yeah. As he's finishing up his letter, he, he's just giving these kind of in a sense of urgency. He's giving these uh, one-liners that are sermons in themselves, mm-hmm. right? And you know, Aesop said. Um, Good things come in small packages. Yes. And so uh, we've been looking at some of these. Hey, have you been guilty as a parent of the parent-isms? Oh, yeah. Or did your parents do that? Oh, totally. You know, know, we we said the one just a second ago, don't run with scissors or you'll poke your eye out. Yeah, money doesn't grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's another one. Don't cross your eyes. They'll stay that way. Mm -hmm. Turn the lights out. Do you pay the electricity bill? Maybe that's not a parentism, but... Were you raised in a barn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Um, I, I remember saying to my dad one day, Dad, can I go to this party? Nope, you can't go. And I said, but everybody will be there. If everyone was doing it, or if everyone was jumping off a bridge, would, would you, you do jump too? with them? Yes. And back then, I probably would have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny these different things, you know. Um, and then, of course, the nuclear option was because I said so. Because I said so. There's nowhere to go no, with that, that's right? Right. Right. And uh, so here's Paul. He he is. Um, writing to the church at Thessalonica. And this is a church that he and Silas had Mm -hmm. uh, begun. You can read this in Acts chapter 17, how the church started there. And so um, he's shepherding them. He's parenting them as uh, young believers, as a new church. And so he he begins to share just boom, 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 one thing after another. There's six of them. Yeah. And so we'll look at three yesterday and then three this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was interesting. Um, it's only 22 words. That's it, eh? That's it. He says in uh, chapter 5 of Thessalonians there, he says in verse 16, get this, rejoice always, mm-hmm. pray without ceasing, yep. and give thanks in all your circumstances. That, that was, he's just... Dropping these parentisms, if you will, yeah. 
And these were things he wanted them to know. He didn't have time to elaborate. Yeah, it's not flowery, <clears throat> eh? It's no. kind of like the short and the sweet, quick and dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so he he kind of takes those, and then he says, "We'll look at it in a m- moment." He says, "For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." So, um, so these are the wishes. These are the desires that God has for us to do. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying there. Um, he says, for this is the will. And if you look in the original language, it means for this is the desire uh, of God for you. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you look at them, we'll, we'll just break them down real quick today. But you look at the first one, rejoice always. Mm-hmm. Um, do you always rejoice? No. No? Not always. No. I, 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 I find either. it easier to rejoice when things are going well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's not as easy to rejoice um, when things don't go well. No, it's not. You know? And um, and yet we can mm-hmm. rejoice always. I don't think Paul's asking us to do something we can't do. No. I think, um, I think we tend to find ourselves in scenarios. I, I love that candor because it's true. We, we tend to... I have no trouble rejoicing in uh, good stuff. Yeah. You know? When the weather is nice and you're yeah. going somewhere fun yeah. and everyone's happy and no one's fighting and yeah, mm-hmm. easy. So Paul says something to them along these lines. He says in Philippians 3, he says um, to the church there at Philippi, he says, whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. Whatever happens. Mm-hmm. rejoice in the Lord. And then he says, I never get tired of telling you these things. And I I do, that is, I tell you these things, I do, I do it to safeguard your faith. Hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, when I was studying for this, how does having a thankful heart safeguard your very faith? Mm-hmm. And so I, I dug in a little deeper here, the safeguard there in the in the Greek language it, it means vital. It's it's ah. it's a necessarium. It's um, it's essential pro- for life. It is. Yeah. It is. It's essential. It's protection, uh, and it's it's to protect your faith. And the word faith there is interesting. It means simply you. Hmm. And and what he's talking about, what he means as, as a believer, um, who we are. Our very essence, our, the very mind of Christ in us is threatened if we don't rejoice always. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is that's an amazing a, thought. That's like turning it around the other way, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, you have to do this or else. Yeah. It's threatened if you don't. That's interesting. Yeah, this is a warning. It's a yeah. safeguard. Hmm. You know, that's the word he uses, a safeguard. Uh, Concordia University um did a study here recently, and um, they found out that constant bitterness can make a person ill. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, holding on to bitterness can affect the metabolism, the immune system, organ function. Uh, it can lead to further physical um, uh, disease. Yeah. I would say mental disease as For well, sure. or emotional, anyway. Yeah. Um, and so... There's people that they have a they have difficulty on a daily basis of being able to rejoice always. Yep. 
they don't they don't see that side of life they always see the negative yeah you know uh carol and i have a, a family member in her family that is very much like that that has that has really affected their health yeah you know the anger and the bitterness mm -hmm. and the unforgiveness and a negative spirit it, it constantly agitates this person and maybe somebody who is listening today you either can think of somebody or maybe you are that person mm, you know i think that's that can be hard to identify in yourself though i think it sometimes. can be yeah it can be and and all of those things rob us of the ability to rejoice the ability to mm -hmm. function in a spirit of joy mm -hmm. you know yeah and i think this is a learned behavior jesus talks about this um, I talked about this yesterday, but he teaches that this bitterness and unforgiveness um, that in his teaching, he was giving a story about somebody who was turned over to the tormentors. Yeah. And uh, back then when somebody went to prison, there was a group of, uh, of uh, uh, guards who were trained to inflict torment. Oh, to. Oh man! Yeah, to, I couldn't imagine that being what you did for work. Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of hard to have a nice view of life, would it? Yeah. And so, uh, and so, what he's saying there, he's not saying when he says turn over to the tormentors, he's not talking about little demons with flamethrowers. Rather, what he's talking about there is that our mind, our spirit, and our body. Um, joy and the ability to see blessings is stolen from mm -hmm. us and and so the tormentors are the things that that afflict us in our mind in our spirit yeah you know i i gave a beautiful example yesterday i don't know if you know the story of louis zamperini i hadn't heard it before yesterday but <laughs> there's a movie uh angelina jolie directed it back in uh Oh, 2014 or 15 called Unbroken. Oh, okay. It's a f amazing story of uh, Zamperini mm -hmm. when he was um, uh, in a prisoner of war camp. Shot down over the Pacific. Um, Japanese captured him. And the commandant was especially harsh to him because he was an Olympic star ah, mm -hmm. uh, who had joined the, the service during World War II. And so um, the indignity, the injustice, things that I could not mention over this microphone yeah. that were done to him mm -hmm. and the bitterness and the anger, he used to dream of strangling him, you know? Yeah. And um, after the war, tormented with nightmares and, and uh, the hatred of wanting to kill this man. Mm -hmm. And he went to a uh, Billy Graham crusade ah. and gave his life to Christ and this supernatural... Um, when Jesus comes into our life, it's a supernatural uh, thing. Mm -hmm. And he, he changes us from the yeah. inside out. And so he, he knew what he needed to do. He flew to Japan in the early days after the war, you know, in the early 50s, and found his guards in prison mm -hmm. and um, forgave them and built friendships with them. Wow. But the bird, that was the nickname of the commandant who had been so cruel, he would not talk to Zamperini <sighs> and would not acknowledge that he had done anything wrong. And Zamperini left there with love for that man mm -hmm. and concern and pity for him. 
and uh, and that's that's what God does. Uh, Zamperini was freed from the tormentors Mm -hmm. and was rather free to celebrate joy and thankfulness, and he was free to love. Why do you think you wouldn't talk to him? Well, shame, I'm sure. Yeah. You know? Cause don't you think if you knew he came there to offer forgiveness, wouldn't you want to be, I don't know, forgiven th- or, you know, have some of... Except for those tormentors probably would not allow him to humble himself mm. or allow him to take steps to... Um, and maybe uh, the hatred that he had was torment enough to keep him from... Yeah. I'm sure he didn't enjoy life. Oh, I'm sure not. Right? Uh, even when he was the commandant. So I, I think it's important that people realize uh, that this idea of always rejoicing, it's uh, not only a learned behavior, but it is something that God does in us. Mm-hmm. And that we should ask. If we have trouble seeing the positive side of life, we should say, God, I don't think that's from you. Yeah. And, and Lord, I want to see, I want to rejoice always. And I think that's something that is a work of God in our hearts mm-hmm. that he will do if we'll recognize it. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing he says, pray without ceasing. How in the heck do you pray without <laughs> ceasing? You know? And uh, But you as a mom should yeah. understand that. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you... you um, uh, when Sadie came into this world, uh, your oldest, yep. uh, life changed. Yes. And uh, the baby would cry at night, and you probably woke right up, didn't you? I did. In fact, we had to, we tried to keep her in a bassinet mm-hmm. in our room, mm-hmm. and any little noise, I would be like springing up. So I had to move her mm. out of our room, unfortunately, yeah. because. Um, I, I was just up every 10 seconds because anytime she would, mm. you know, snuffle or grunt in her sleep, I was sprang yep. up you and were up checked. There, and checked on she okay? Is there? <laughs> of course she was fine. So we had to give her the boots so that I could. <laughs> and she cried loud enough when she actually needed something yep. that uh, there was oh. no missing it. So, so you yeah. could be in a deep sleep and you would hear the baby crying. Oh, yeah. Because you, even in sleep, you were the 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 background apps were running right yes, you know and, the mama app yeah and you you would wake right up yeah. and respond you were a mom you are a yep. mom without ceasing yes right and i will be until uh <laughs> until you're the gone day i pass yep. yeah and i think it's, it's a powerful truth because um uh, that's exactly what god is asking us to do uh, he wants us to develop this this um, uh, spirit, the, this this idea of being in contact with God throughout our day. Mm-hmm. Like a constant running dialogue. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, and really, the my iPhone is, is probably the best example. I can be doing email. I can be online. I can be doing a phone call. Yeah. And there are apps that are running in the background. Yep. You know, that... Um, that uh, that I've brought up, you know, and, and it's the same way with us. There's this, I love what you called it. The, it was for you, the mama app. Yeah. <laughs> for us, it's the prayer app. Yeah. It, it, it is developing, developing the spirit of prayer Yeah. that we can slip into and out mm-hmm. throughout our day, Yep. wherever we are, driving down the road, yeah. mowing the yard, working in the kitchen, uh, doing homework, 
um, out on the athletic field. Mm -hmm. Wherever we are, we can slip in and out of talking to God and hearing from Him all day long. Yeah, and it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that um, that God is so willing for us uh, to be able to do mm-hmm. and desires it. Pray without ceasing. And then the last thing he said, give thanks in all circumstances. That yeah. was no fun. No. We talked about this once before, um, I don't know, several months ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember that. And it's, uh, I remember one of the main things you said was not for all circumstances, but in yeah. all circumstances. Yeah. I, I think that's important. It's not a matter of giving thanks for tragedy that happens as much as giving tragedy, uh, giving thanks to when we're in the midst of tragedy. Yeah. You know, and looking for, I think it's important to look for the things that we can give thanks for, mm-hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> I told the staff about this, um, but this week while having some warranty work done on our fifth wheel, uh, our fifth wheels parked in the driveway of our of our home and we have services that are run to it and and the electric being one of them and we had some warranty guys uh, that were working on the trailer and they uh, smelled some wiring Mm -hmm. and uh, we were looking for the source of that and one of the guys outside begins yelling cut the power and so um, these guys they knew exactly what to do they cut the power they took the propane tanks out and they, and they turned the, you know, we turned the battery off. Come to find out I had a fire in the trailer in the back part of the refrigerator and some wiring had caught fire and had melted the propane line and was just millimeters away from, from burning through and then accessing the fire would have accessed that propane. So there would have been an explosion. Oh, yeah. You know? That would have been bad. And so um, that's a bad circumstance. Yeah. Right? And uh, I'm not thrilled with the aftermath. It's going to be quite expensive. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, I told the, the, the two RV warranty guys, I said, um, you are going home to your families tonight because of the direct watch care of God over your life and, and my life today. And, and so I think that is giving thanks in all circumstances. I'm not thrilled that that happened. I'm not thrilled with the aftermath of what it's going to take to get it fixed. But you know what? There, there is, when you see the direct hand, God had his hand over that propane line Mm -hmm. and kept it from melting all the way through. And it's quite obvious. It was quite obvious to these guys who I would say are not religious by nature. Mm Um, although, although the one guy said, I'm going to give something to the poor this week. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Yeah, yeah that's his that way is, of saying yeah. thank you, God. Yeah. You know? So, um, so anyway, giving thanks in all circumstances. Can you think of circumstances in your life where, you know, you could give yeah. thanks for, but it wasn't pleasant at the yeah. time? Yeah, so I actually was talking about sort of this very thing with my kids recently. Mm. My daughter has had a substitute teacher for a period of time. Her teacher um, fractured her ankle, and Mm. she's had a substitute. So the substitute got a call from her kids who were homesick that day. Mm -hmm. The horse got out and fell into the pond. Oh, my. And the horse was in deep enough that 
it couldn't hold its head above water. Oh. So the two kids in this was a couple weeks ago, so it was cold. Yeah. Hopped in the freezing cold water and held the horse's head above water. Oh my goodness! Until her husband could leave work and go and uh, strap the horse to the um, like a tractor. like a tractor. I think it was a four wheeler and mm-hmm. help pull the mm-hmm. horse out of this muddy pond. Wow. And so, you know, I said to my kids, like, was it good that her children were sick at home? Mm. No, of course not. Had her children not been sick at home, the horse would have died. And I would have drowned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it for sure would have. And it had hypothermia when it came out. It's okay now. Good. Um, But, you know, that's also along the same lines of, you know, you don't want to be thankful that people were, Mm -hmm. we're not thankful that her kids were sick. We're thankful that. Yeah the circumstance worked out that the horse that they love could be saved. So you could give thanks in the circumstances, how it all worked together. I hope the kids weren't sicker after being in the water. (laughs) um, I think it took them a while to warm up. I think the sickness was mild. I think it was precautionary staying home, thankfully. Got it. Yeah. Well, I think it's a learned behavior to be able to look through the lens of God's eyes at our lives on Mm -hmm. a daily basis and find the things to give thanks for. Yeah. You know, Um, which allows us to rejoice evermore, Mm -hmm. you know, which allows us to pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. They're so interconnected. Yeah. You know. And so a relationship with Jesus is not just a Sunday thing. It's not just a, a, a prayer in case of emergencies. Mm-mm. When we develop a relationship with Christ, it, it just helps us to be able to have the spirit of giving thanks mm-hmm. in all things because that allows us to rejoice evermore and, and we're able to pray without ceasing because we're in relationship with God. They're all three mm-hmm. vitally connected. It's it bleeds through our whole Ooh, I like day, that. our whole week. It bleeds it, through yeah. our whole day. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. So I I think it's important to realize the last part of this because he says, "For this is the will of God mm-hmm. uh, for you in Christ Jesus." Now I'm going to ask an obvious question to our listeners and to you the, today. Do you have uh, do you have dreams and desires and hopes for your kids? Absolutely. Sure, sure. Um, I do too. Uh, Carol and I do for our, our kids who are grown, yeah. as well as our grandkids. We mm-hmm. have it. Well, it's interesting. For this is God's will. That word "will" it literally means desire. Mm-hmm. For this is God's desire for you. And so God has dreams for us. Mm-hmm. He has hopes and desires for us. And I think we need to like circle back and before that need to believe that God's will is perfect and is what's best for us. Absolutely. Before we can, mm-hmm. you know, live our life in his will. I think so too. I, I you know, we just came off of uh, studying Job, but, but the fact is not everything in life is good. No. But everything in life is um is not it does not catch god in unawares Mm -hmm. you know he's not shocked by it it doesn't catch him by surprise you know it's like the old adage has it ever dawned on you that nothing's never dawned on god (laughs) and and i think that's so true and and i think as we close up today 
I think it's so important for us to realize that this God who knows us, he sees us and he loves us, is in relationship with us. Mm -hmm. And as we understand that, then we can recognize joy in our life and we can talk to him without ceasing and we can give thanks to him and have a thankful heart, Mm -hmm. not just at Thanksgiving, but year round each day. That has got to affect somebody's outlook in life. Absolutely. For when sure. we do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, we got the bad days, right? Yep. And uh, we have those days when things don't work right. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Today's one of those yes, days. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and so we find ourselves, well, we're so blessed. Yes, we are. And yeah. I, I hope our listeners will think about that today as they take off. and do their other things in life. And thank you, Julie. It's good to be here today. Thank you, Pastor Pat. And if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, if you've got any questions or um, maybe you don't know how to pray or you want to learn more about that or have anything you want to chat with um, Pat about, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And you can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in today, and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week, everyone, and you are loved.